What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Picks and Picks. We are back here with another Champions League episode. We have for you match day three of six in the group stage. Nick and Scotty here coming off of another blazing weekend of uh, Serie A and EPL picks. So just want to throw that out there. Back for more here. Scotty, we've got quite the round in front of us. I'm excited to break it all down. How are you feeling? I mean, good. This is usually where the groups really start to you know, settle into what you can kind of expect, you know, their, their finishing uh, standing is going to look like. So a uh, big week, you know, closing out the the opening round of opening round Robin, and then you got the, the back half coming up next week. So it's, it's, it's getting down to, to the wire. Um, you know, if you, if you don't take your chances now in these group stages, it's kind of hard to make that up in the back end. You know, you don't want to leave it to the end, especially if you're a favorite, right. You don't want to be the favorite that, um, has to play all of your players in game six. You usually try to like rest them, especially in a, a, a fixture list that is as congested as, as it is this year with the World Cup. No doubt about it. So we're going to run through the games really quickly. We're going to tell you what we're liking, what we're seeing, if we're passing all together, which you'll understand that very quickly, I think, when Scotty brings up the first game. So let's get right to it. Yeah, so the first game we got uh, Tuesday afternoon. It's one of the lunchtime starts if you're on the East Coast. Uh, it's going to be top of the table Bayern Munich taking on Victoria Plitzen all the way at the bottom of the table. Uh, right now, Bayern are sitting at a very heavy minus 1600 on the money line. So uh, going to be one of those games that I think everyone's going to expect Bayern to to come out and, and just handle business. Um, you know, a win here gives them that that nine point mark. And we've talked about usually the two advanced numbers typically around 10, 10 to 11 points. You can, if you get there, you're pretty safe. So uh, if they can get there, you know, in a group that has Bayern and, and excuse me, Barcelona intern it as well, um, you know, you got to figure that that'll be a pretty nice spot for them uh, sitting in, in at the top of the table. Yeah, no doubt about it. There's just, there's nothing to take here. Um, as Scotty mentioned, minus 1600, even if you're looking for a total, um, you need to go all the way up to three and a half and that's still minus 185 on the over. Uh, if you're convinced that Bayern is just kind of going to sleepwalk through the game, under three and a half is plus 150. Uh, I'm not trusting that number, but that to me could be potentially somewhere to take a stab. But I, I think, um, you know, you, you'll be in agreement for us. This is just to enjoy it. Take a look at the score line. Put it on if you're if you're watching during your lunch break and let's go. Yeah, if you're if you're really so inclined to put something on this, you know, I figure Bayern comes out firing. Um, they're not going to want to let Victoria Plitzens, you know, sit around. So over one and a half goals in the first half is minus 150. You know, not a whole lot of value there, but gives you something to put some juice on it in, in the early stages or the early games uh, for, for Tuesday. Um, all right. So looking elsewhere, I think the main game that's going to be in that part of that early kickoff period, we've got Marseille taking on Sporting Lisbon. This group is pretty open still. Um, sporting, the surprise candidate at the top of the table, with six points out of the possible nine. Marseille, I think the surprise, uh, I think you and I kind of like them at the, yeah, the we're beginning of this, uh, have yet to get a point. So um, you know, again, a, a top of the table team taking on a team at the bottom, but I think this one's going to be a, a bit closer. It's obviously reflected. So in the odds, Marseille at home, actually the favorite plus plus one twenty. sporting Lisbon plus two twenty five. So books think that Marseille get, get off the snide a little bit here. They get some points at, at the very least. Um, do you think that the books have this right? Or are you thinking that sporting Lisbon are still continuously to be being kind of, uh, under, uh, uh, under what's the one we're looking for um, undervalued undervalued there we go undervalued um, by the book. so let's get two things out of the way very quickly um if you guys have been following along we are very high on marseille we have them to advance um, i think even to win the group in our parlay if i'm not mistaken um and we are very low 
and by low, I mean percentage of bets we win on teams from Portugal. I think Scotty and I probably are like one for 20 lifetime betting Portuguese teams. Um, so clearly we don't have a good pulse on that. That being said, a game that Marseille need at home plus 120 is a absolutely fantastic number. And that's what I'll be taking in this game. I think it's now or never for them. And this is the time to do it. Yeah. I mean, it, you really can't sit around, uh, you know, it, to not get anything out of this result pretty much ends your, your chance advancing out of this group. I would say, um, you know, you, you're sitting at the bottom of the table with one point out of a possible nine. Um, again, talking about that 10 point magic number to advance, you, you basically have to be perfect uh, coming in the back half of the group stage. So Marseille going to come out firing, um, you know, the, the total here over two and a half is, is minus minus one ten. I don't hate that. That's um, good. Neither, yeah. Neither team really been, uh, you know, playing a, a, a I guess sporting has actually done pretty well on the defensive side. So I guess here it's the, the expectations that maybe sporting plays a little bit more conservative. This is what the books are thinking. Sporting plays a little bit more conservative because they can, you know, take a point on a, on a road game and still be in a pretty good spot to advance. But I don't know. It, it doesn't seem like it's going to be one of those games where both teams sit back. I think more no, sides going to come not. out and um, sporting are going to want to continue their good form, right? You know, they're not going to want to let that momentum that they've built up kind of go away, especially when you have teams to play like, you know, Tottenham and, and, and Frankfurt that could easily take points from them. So, um, no. you know, sporting should be out for blood here. They should really be trying to take advantage of this and, and get themselves to a perfect nine, nine points uh, in those first opening round. Uh, yeah. So. And just um, to give you guys a, a look at the two-way line, uh, Marseille minus 160, draw no bet, sporting plus 130. Um, so both solid numbers. Um, I, I definitely, uh, I love this match. I, I just think um, this is, the first match to bet on quite honestly. And and I think uh, even at minus minus one sixty number looking at it, I might've convinced myself to go that way just in case uh, they are really pretenders and, and they're not as good as we thought they were. Um, you know, that, that minus minus one sixty is a pretty good cushion. Yeah. And you know, like you said, Nick, this is probably the one that everyone's going to be watching. So feel free to load up on, on bets just to kind of, you know, get your, get yourself rolling. But um, you know, if you're looking for the long shot, uh, I think another one to keep an eye on is, is if you're looking at spread, if we do see sporting coming out, trying to take the, the, uh, you know, the main, the, you know, taking the initiative, I guess, um, take sporting, uh, minus one goal is plus one ninety. So, um, if they win by multiple goals, you cash that they only win by one, you know, it's a push, but, um, looking for a little more juice. I think that's probably the way to go. Love it. All right. Moving on. So, as we get into the, the three o'clock games, East coast time, I think there's a little bit more to pick from um, in that same group. I think we'll, we'll keep it there. Uh, Eintracht Frankfurt host Tottenham Tottenham. You know, we thought this is actually the team we, we had coming out of this group. Okay, sorry. So we had taught Tottenham and, and Conte um, Tottenham obviously lost it to sporting in their opening round, but have since kind of right of the ship. Um, I think Frankfurt, we both agreed it probably is probably the overrated team in this group. Um, yep. Still sitting, I think, in the bottom half of the, the Bundesliga, if I'm correct. So um, not exactly doing anything to to turn the tides in this one. Um, the hosts, Frankfurt, plus 250 on the money line. Uh, Tottenham coming in at plus 110. Tottenham are in pretty, you know, they they, they lost to Arsenal, but they've been in pretty good form elsewise. So uh, do you think that, that Tottenham bounced back after a tough North London derby loss to, to Arsenal on the weekend? You know, I do. I think this is a team they need to face. Um, the goals aren't coming as freely as maybe we would have hoped, but getting Tottenham at plus 110 uh, against, like you said, a Frankfurt team that's a little bit overrated, I think that's the place to go here. Uh, 
They they yeah. haven't been leaking goals. I mean, Arsenal, you know, played well this weekend, obviously, but um, I, I don't see how Frankfurt get more than a goal in this game. Yeah, I think, uh, again, this is another instance where, where Tottenham are probably going to come out, you know, on the front foot. You know, they're, they're going to want three points. They're a little bit, I wouldn't say they're behind schedule, but you know, I don't think they expected to lose in that first game. Sitting at three points through two, I don't think that they're going to be sitting at four, um, four through three. That's not exactly where they where you'd want to be if you're trying to, to win the group, right? Because I think that's ultimately Tottenham's hope where, where they would win this group. Um, so total here over two and a half is minus one twenty five. That's actually pretty decent value, I think. Yep. But uh, my guess is that the the onus on that is going to be largely on Tottenham. Um, so if you really want to go and take that uh, over Tottenham team goals two and a half is plus three thirty. Wow. Um, over over one and a half minus one oh five. So that's good. Depending on how much you believe in them, uh, maybe the the obviously over one and a half a little bit safer. Still basically paying out even money. Uh, that's probably where I'd start. Okay. Um, and then we talked about you know them being informed. They're informed because of their man uh, Harry Kane, who's been right. scoring pretty consistently. He's sitting at plus one twenty five anytime goal scorer. You know, it's it's not the best value. You you and I talk usually we like to be around plus two fifty before we take a goal scorer, but um with the way that you know Kulisevsky and, and Son and Richarlison have been pretty inconsistent, um they, Kane is the guy that you would want to if you're looking at props. Yeah, no doubt about it. And I, I think all three of those bets are are up there for grabs, right? It just comes down to what you like the best. What what do you think is most likely, right? Is it likely Tottenham wins? wins two to one is it likely Kane gets a goal is it or did Tottenham struggle and squeeze out a one nothing victory either way they're all kind of in that same realm um I, I think I originally just kind of like that money line at plus 110 um just but yeah I, I don't think there's a bad bet that you just mentioned there yeah I mean again money line makes sense to me um only hesitations I have is you know it, they have to it's a quick turnaround right coming right. from a North London derby on Saturday and you're playing the Tuesday game the Champions League so it's a quick turnaround there is the potential to, you know, have a little bit of a banana peel moment where you, you take the eye off the ball and you kind of slip up. So, um, but I, I still think that, you know, there should be goals of plenty in this. Um, I'm looking at the over, at least over one and a half team total for, for Tottenham. Yeah. I like that. Um, but you know, if, if you're sitting money line, I'll, I'll ride with you on that. All right. Let's do it. All right. Um, other games, we got uh, Porto versus Leverkusen. So again, another Portuguese team, we have not handled them uh, well in the past, but potentially a chance for us to make good on this. Porto are uh, hosting uh, the German team, um, who is actually sitting second in the group, uh, ahead of Atletico. Um, a little bit of a surprise, um, not as big of a surprise as Club Bruges. We'll get to them in a second. Um, Leverkusen, what do you make of them, Nick? Are, are you are you buying them? Are they for realness? Are they do they have the opportunity to to advance in this group, or do you think that Atletico and, and Porto can catch them? So I definitely think this group is a lot closer, a lot more compact than we maybe originally thought. That's what we're seeing through a couple matches. This this is going to be the match where they, you know, it's make it or break it for them. It's are they the real deal or are they not? They're sitting at plus two twenty five on the money line. That's actually, um, that's just. I mean, it's there for the taking. Um, if Man, I don't see how you almost don't take a stab with that. Again, I, I again we don't do well with Portuguese teams. Yeah, um, but they seem to score goals in this competition. Uh, and they, it is, you know, it is weird considering that you know Porto really they've only scored once in, the, in their first two matches. Obviously, you have yet to get a point um, against either uh, Club Bruges or Atletico. So it, it is odd that I get that Porto is the home team here, but you know yeah, that's why you heard me so dumbfounded a second ago. I, I just couldn't make sense of that line. 
so I guess if if that's the case, right, we're we're unsure of why the line is the way it is. The safe route, you know, Leverkusen draw no bet is plus one forty. You're still getting you know extra juice on that one. So uh, maybe the safer play to go with, um, you know, conserve your you know save yourself if if there is a, a little bit of home team magic that comes in, especially in the second half that you like to see uh, so often. Uh, the the bet that I like right now, actually, in the uh, in the first half. Um, over one and a half goals is plus 165. It seems like a lot, but the Porto team, they, their, their defense is leaky. I'll put it that yeah. way. Six goals allowed. They, they're giving them up. If Leverkusen, again, another club that has the capability of scoring, if they come out hot, there's absolutely every, every chance that they can get two in the first half and just take control yeah. of the game. Flip side, you know, Porto only scoring one. Maybe they've come out with a, a, we have nothing else to lose. Let's just throw everything at them. We're at home. You know, this is the time to make our stand because you sit around and you try to do it on the on the back leg, right? They're going to have to travel to Germany in, in week four. Might be a little too bit too late. So I like there to be goals in this one. Over one and a half plus 165 in the first half might be worth a shot. I like it. Um, and and this is one of those where you said, right, you have to go for it. Um that's a solid bet. Um, I, I really also like the draw no bet. At, would you say plus one forty? I think um, you yep. know Leverkusen you plus one forty. Depending on which way the team, you know, the game goes, um, you got to remember one point instead of zero. It doesn't seem like a lot, but it's crucial in this competition. So um, definitely, anytime you can get a draw no bet at a number you like, uh, just going down the board, um, you know, plus money or even you know minus one fifty or better if you like that team. Uh, for me, that's the way to go. I'll, I'll kind of sacrifice a little bit of, of those odds, a little bit of that value just to to get that insurance because, man, uh, you know, draws, you see them more often than not in this competition, and they're so crucial. All right. Uh, moving on, I think probably we'll move on next to, to maybe the game of the day, um, Inter, Inter Milan hosting Barcelona. Um, obviously, two clubs that are very familiar with European uh, success, Um Barcelona come in and coming into this one, Nick, uh, are sitting second in the table behind Bayern, um, but are level with Inter on points. So just sitting in second place based off of goal differential. This is a big matchup. Um, obviously, we're going to have the second, you know, the quote unquote second leg in, in week four between these two teams. But, you know, it, you got to think if Barcelona can just get a point out of this one, it kind of gives them the the edge to advance Definitely. and it puts Inter quite a bit on the on the back foot, maybe even needing to a result against Bayern in order to get past Barcelona. Um, uh, and I'm going to like almost reverse that statement where like Inter needs a point at minimum. If they lose, I think their chances are cooked. I just don't see any way around it. And I, I don't think Inter is looking very good right now. We've discussed it over the past two weeks. Um, you know, they're, they're going to a moment. Could be dead. Yeah. Um, absolutely struggling for goals right now. Uh, lacking a lot of creativity. Uh, Lukaku, who knows when he's going to play again. And Barca look like the team right now. Um, and, you know, they're minus 120 for good reason. Inter's plus 320. That's a, it's a pretty big stretch. That's a pretty big swing here. I don't see how you don't go with Barca in this game. Just uh, you tell me. I mean, do you give an Inter a chance here? Plus half a uh, goal is even money. Yeah, even gonna, that's what I was going to say. A, a draw no bet plus half goal and even money. That's not bad. The reason why I say that is because I think in this game – you know, you just kind of said that Inter, even a point here is huge for them. I said Barcelona, I think they'd be happy with a point. You know, they get a point out of this and they get to play Inter at home. And again, if they take care of business there, it's probably 
it for Inter. You know, they'll have to get a result against Bayern at the very least. Um, so it, Inter plus half goal, that, get, that gets you uh, a little bit of, of safety there if, if they just both kind of play conservatively and you get like a 1-1 draw. Because how many times have we seen that happen, right, where sure. um, Inter comes out, they, they try to, you know, control the game. Barcelona, I mean, a lot of youth there, right? They're, they're playing with a, a lot of younger guys. Um, going to San Siro, it's a different experience. Yeah. You know, you, you can see them, you know, probably uh, play a little bit below the level that they've, yeah. they've been at. And that's a valid point, right? This isn't your father's Barca. They're not the juggernaut that they were three years ago, two years ago. Um, but I just, this interest to prove it to me before I ever would place a wager on them again. Uh, they just, you know, are they going to score two goals? Where, where are those goals coming from? Uh, you know, Lotaro shows up once every 10 games. Uh, Jekko's been okay, but he's 50. So, um, you know, they have nobody coming off the bench that's going to score a goal, even if it's a tight game. So I, I just don't see how you can bet on Inter to win at this point. It just, you can't. We'll talk about Inter for a little bit. With, given where they are, the Scudetto, if they fail to get out of the group stages here, you know, where does that put them? Are, are they are they at a potentially a point where they're looking for a new manager by by Christmas or – uh, yes, I think so. Um, if, if the current run of form continues, but yes, uh, I, I've clearly been wrong on just about every single <laughs> manager firing to this point, because I think everybody should be fired, but um, the, I, I don't know. Like I said, I, I just cannot see them winning this game. Um, I, I know that plus three twenty looks good. I know that, you know, plus one Oh five looks good. Double chance. You just, you can't do it. You cannot do it. All right. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm inclined to agree with you. You watch way more Inter than I do. Um, it does seem a little odd that they are that heavily, you know, underdogs. But hey, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Um, speaking of underdogs, I think this is probably uh, an interesting one. We're moving on to Club Bruges um, hosting Atletico. Uh, Club Bruges, n- notably at the top of their table, uh, we have Atletico in the parlay. So them sitting right now in, uh, I believe, third place. Not great for that, but still very much within striking range. Three points behind. Got two games against Club Bruges uh, to kind of make that up. Do you think it starts uh, on Tuesday? Um, Club Bruges plus two sixty five at home. Atletico Madrid plus one ten. Um, I'm gonna. So here's here's you're gonna get the wishy washy Nick right here. I think Atletico is the play. Atletico plus one ten is an outstanding number against a Club Bruges team. Uh, that's what I will be taking for sure. That being said, Club Bruges has looked fantastic through two games. Um, and they just could be that wild card team. They, you know, that you don't know what could happen, right? I, I don't necessarily think they're going to come out and run out a, you know, two, three nil victory like they did the last game. But um, they just could be that team. They're playing with house money. They have nothing to lose. They seem to be enjoying themselves. We said, hey, thanks for showing up. Congratulations on making it. And through two rounds, we've been wrong. So, uh, Let's find out. This is going to be the game, but you're never going to see Atletico against a team of this caliber at plus money again. So take it all day long. Take that. I'm also going to go under two and a half goals. It's minus 130. We know Atletico, the way that they play, the style of play that they have, the fact that they're going to be on the road. Um, I don't expect them to be trying to, you know, outscore Club Bruges in a, in a shootout. So right. uh, very much expect Simeone to kind of do a classic setup where he just tries to, uh, stifle any sort of creativity from club Bruges and then, you know, pick his, pick his spots. So under two and a half minus half minus one thirty, I think that's actually a really good value for, for an Atlantico team on the road. There you have them guys. 
easiest game we've picked so far. Yeah, I think this is the one where I think this one and I think um, Tottenham Frankfurt are probably the two where we're loading up most. We're probably going Definitely. heaviest. Um, all right, we'll close out uh, two other matches again. Uh, Liverpool hosting Rangers. I don't know. We need to say too much about this one. Liverpool minus six fifty. Rangers plus sixteen hundred. Yeah, Rangers I, have looked awful. They burned me. The um, you know, Liverpool is starting to score goals. I mean, I didn't. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to steal your thunder there. Uh, <laughs> but I just think there's there's nothing to do here. There's just nothing to even look at. Enjoy the game, Scotty's a Liverpool fan. Enjoy the game. Get a victory. Let's let's move on. Yeah, again, you know, Liverpool it didn't look super great against Brighton. Had a slow first uh, first half, and then you know uh, caught up, and then gave that that third goal, the equalizer in the eighty seventh minute. Um, I will say, Nick Rangers plus two and a half is minus one forty. Uh, okay, uh, um, so I, I, it's, that's it's not terrible. You, it's you, not terrible. That's a no, lot. Like two and a half goals it, is a but lot. But that's not a bad bet if you wish to make that. <laughs> Um, so it'll be interesting. I mean, I, I, the other thing with Liverpool, we're so used to Klopp kind of rolling with his usual 11, right? You know, typically in the Champions League, we'd seen the, the historically that midfield of, of Henderson, Wijnaldum, and uh, uh, like Milner or Fabinho when he's in there. Um, that's a lot of rotation now. So I don't really know what the midfield's going to look like. I assume Thiago will be in there. Fabinho, Fabinho has not looked great. So he may or may not start. And then whether or not you get Harvey Elliott or Fabio Carvalho or maybe even Arthur, which would be yeah. crazy. Um, I'm not sure what to expect. And then even on the front line, you know, $90 million forward, Darwin Nunez has been sitting on the bench. Does he start in this one? It seems unlikely. It seems like Klopp has been kind of going back to the guys he trusts with Firmino and Yota. So yeah. it's really, there's just too much unknown with this one because just the way that Liverpool's been playing below their the level that a lot of people expect I've been going the other way with it and trying to make money off of it. So like I said, plus two and a half goals. That's a lot. I mean, that's a yeah, lot. <laughs> and I agree. And I think that just comes down to how many goals are Liverpool going to score at the end of the right after 90 minutes, because Rangers won at most, they've looked absolutely fucking awful. Yeah. Fair. Uh, yet to score too, by the way, uh, in champions league so far. So sitting there you have it. Nice so negative is seven differential. Or is pool winning four nothing? That, that's the only question you need to yeah. ask yourself. Yeah. But closing things out, it's the other game in this group. Uh, probably, maybe outside of Inter and Barcelona, the other game of the, the the day, we got Ajax hosting Napoli. Napoli sitting at the top of the table with a perfect six points, uh, wins in both their matches. Ajax uh, level with Liverpool with just three. Obviously just lost a, a heartbreaker to Liverpool in the, in the previous matchup. So maybe needing a little bit of a bounce back here and, and no better way to do that than at home uh, against the team at the top of the table. Ajax sitting at the favorite right now, plus 125, Napoli plus 200 on the money line. I feel like you're going to take take Napoli, Nick. I feel like that's where you're going to go. Yeah, um, and, and you know I actually love that plus 200 number. I think that's great um, until we discussed it, and the better number is draw no bet plus 120. 120. Um, that's just exceptional. Napoli has obviously been in great form in the Champions League, great form in the league. They're uh, joint top of the table. They're firing on all cylinders right now. They have a ton of confidence. Um, you know, Ajax is is good, not great. Uh, I don't think they're the same Ajax, and I, I think Napoli will go into this game with a mentality that they could and should win, and the odds don't reflect that. So let's take them until they prove me wrong. You, clearly, uh, you, you see that's the strategy I tend to go with over and over. Um, you know, this will be the one game that people will expect goals in because of both of these teams have scored a shitload. So over two and a half is minus 180 over three and a half is plus 140. So 
Um, you know, if you think there's going to be four goals in this one, you can get plus money. I don't know if it's going to be a shootout or not, but I, I do like Napoli to win this game, plus 120 on the two-way money line. Yeah, I'm going to do you one better. I'm going back to my over one and a half in the first half. Um, over one and a half goal score in the first half is plus 130. I like and that. That's a, a pretty good pretty good shot in, in a game like this. Um, you know, Baradona, we know what he can do. The guy can score from anywhere right now. I know they're missing OC men, which obviously hurts us a little bit. But No, Raspadori has um, been, been good. Uh, Simeone's coming off the bench or starting. You don't know. He's been awesome. Um, it, like I said, they're just – they have a winning mentality right now and all of their players, you know, whether they're playing every game or every other game or coming off the bench, nobody's complaining. They look the team right now. The other bet that I like in this one, and it's a little bit of a coin flip as evidenced by the odds, but I asked to score first minus minus one thirty. Um, I think that's pretty good too. Uh, coming out at home, they kind of need this game. Um, you know, if, if a loss here and assuming Liverpool take care of business against Rangers the next two weeks, kind of sets them back, right? Because now you have to go to Napoli in week four, yeah. potentially sitting at three points. Liverpool and then Napoli could be, just need a draw in that game. And then right. Liverpool could be clear, you know, by the time you get up, get to play them again at, at home uh, in week five. So uh, Ajax need to come out firing. I think Ajax to score first. Minus 130 is actually a pretty good shout. All right. So that wraps up Tuesday. Um, good news is we have a whole other day to go through. So kicking things off on Wednesday, we have Red Bull Leipzig um, hosting Celtic in the... Uh, one of the two early matches, Leipzig at minus 180. Heavy favorite, Celtic. You and I have both discussed this at length, have been terrible. Um, yeah. Disappointing to say the least. They do have one point in a draw against Shakhtar in the opening round, but aside from that, have been pretty, pretty poor. Um, so do you think that yeah. Celtic have anything here that they can prove? I don't think they do. This is, I mean, Leipzig's not a team that I trust either. That's, that's something else we often discuss. I think 180 is, is way too much to lay on them. Um, you know, over two and a half goals is minus 155. I don't love that number either. Uh, this could be maybe an under two and a half at plus 125. Um, I, I don't, I mean, this is a game I personally will be passing on, but maybe that under is a decent number. What, what are you thinking about this one? Yeah, I think under is a good one. Um, Leipzig to me, you would think with, with a guy like in Kunku, they can score a lot, but yeah. Do we have the number on him? Uh, I don't see it out here. I don't see, uh, unfortunately I don't okay. see goal square props up yet keep an eye up on by the time one. this drops, but not up right now. Um, so I think they're, they've definitely, underperformed in their first two matches um advances to advance is still there for the taking right you know if you beat celtic both games here you're at six points you assume Shakhtar not going to get much out of out of madrid um in, in either of their matches so you can very much find yourself in that second spot come week five and, and have the destiny in your control i think it's got to start here so again if, if i'm liking something if i really want to put money down. Um, I, I like Leipzig to score first. It's minus 245, unfortunately. So you may have to kind of sprinkle that with a, as a same game parlay with something else. Um, like I said, there's just, I don't see anything in this game. I really don't. No. Yeah. You're, you're really grasping at straws. I mean, even if you're looking at first half lines, you know, over one and a half is plus 150 under one and a half minus 195. I don't think that's no. doing much for me. You could take, Leipzig first half money line. That's plus 100. That might be the best way to go. Uh, there you go. I think that's the bet. So you found it. If you're if you're looking to put something down in an early game, you're looking at Leipzig. I think yeah, plus one hundred Leipzig first half. That's that's as good as you're going to get in terms of value for for your dollar. 
Uh, the other early game we got uh, Salzburg, so the other Red Bull club hosting Dinamo Zagreb. I don't, I don't know if I have much to say about this one, Nick. Um, yeah, aside, I, mean... I will say Salzburg. Uh, we have had success betting Okafor to score. So depending on what that looks like when it comes out, I might take a shot there. Um, if it's sitting anywhere at plus one twenty-five or higher, I think that's where I'd probably go with. He's been pretty consistent. Um, my guess is he'll probably come out plus 200 just because Zagreb, I'm going to assume, is going to come out in a defensive shape, probably going to try and, you know, hold the fat, uh, hold the line. Um, they yeah. are sitting in second place right now, so draws here against Salzburg, you know, does the job. So uh, Zagreb plus half a goal is plus 110. That's not bad. This is a, a tough, scrappy team to play against. Chelsea saw it. Um, you know, it, it's obviously not – at Dinamo, which anytime they're at home, they're always, uh, you know, in the discussion for a bet. Um, I, I just, again, this is a, this is almost another pass game for me. Just, um, I, I mean, I think Salzburg's the better team. Obviously, minus 140 is a good number. I just find it really hard to bet against these, uh, you know, Croatian these teams. tough teams, the Croatian <laughs> yeah. team here in this in this uh, instance. And um, I think getting half a goal at plus 110 is you know, it could be even worth a stab. I don't know that I'm going to pull the trigger, but that's where I lean. Yeah, fair enough. Um, elsewhere, kicking off the the second round of games, Manchester City hosting FC Copenhagen. I don't think there's anything here. Minus six hundred. If you're yeah. feeling good. <laughs> yeah, minus sixteen hundred. Copenhagen plus twenty five hundred. I don't even know if there's a spread number high enough. Yeah, plus three goals for FC Copenhagen is minus one fifteen. I'm still not taking that because no, and, the way that I'm that sure there'll be some squad goals, rotation, but nothing yeah, to see here. Yeah. Move on. So. If you really feel like something in there, go for it. Let us know what you take because I'm curious, but uh, we'll be staying away from this game just because there's not a whole lot of value there. Where there is value, we have Chelsea hosting AC Milan. Chelsea minus 135. AC Milan currently sitting at the top of their group, plus 370 on the money line. Nick, do you think Milan have a chance at at just winning this game outright? 100% I do. Um, Not that I think Milan is in the the greatest form at the moment. Um, However, they're a better team than Chelsea. There's just, there's no doubt about it. Chelsea looked like absolute garbage at this moment, obviously going through a manager transition. Goals are hard to come by. Um, I think Milan's definitely going to be up for this game. And if they, they come out of the gate threatening and looking good, uh, that it's only going to go that much further. I like Milan plus half a goal here at plus 110. I, I think at minimum they get a draw, and that turns that into a winning bet at plus money. That's where I'm going, but I wouldn't be shocked if you told me you were going to take them on the money line or the draw no bet. Yeah, I would take AC Milan, draw no bet, plus 245. Um, that is still Unreal a ton number. of value. Unreal and you, number. Yep. You're saved on a draw. I'm not a Graham Potter believer. You know, I, I think he's kind of in that line of David Moyes or Brendan Rodgers where they do really well with some of these lower tier clubs. That's kind of where their, their niche is. But when they come and take that next step to the big club, they kind of struggle a little bit. So, um, you know, I'm not quite a believer in that. I mean, Obama Yang looked decent this weekend, but they still struggle to score goals up top. Is he going to play, you know, after three days? Yeah. I don't know. He, I mean, he is getting a little older, but it, if they don't play, I mean, you're looking at maybe Kai Havertz or Mason Mount, which is not done well for them uh, as a running as a nine. So um, I, I like Milan here. I mean, I, I always talk myself into Milan and then I curse myself out while I'm watching these games because whenever I put money on Milan, they always struggle to score. Their, their attack I, I don't looks think this dismal. is going to be an aesthetically pleasing game, but I can yeah. see 
Giroud coming through. I, I mean, Liao has been unreal uh, lately. I, I can see these guys just taking over and, and making it happen early, and, and Chelsea just won't have a response. And if you're looking at Bet Milan and, you, and you're trying to look at recent form, don't let their 3-1 win over Empoli fool you. Uh, they very nearly blew that game. They probably yes. should have blown that game. Um, and they were very lucky to kind of squeak two goals out, I think, in stoppage time to kind of uh, finish things off. But uh, not exactly a, a, a convincing 3-1 to win, nonetheless. And uh, just to, to, to put a bow on it, um, you know, neither these teams are kind of almost similar in, in how they're performing in their form and their standings. So when teams are that close, the odds that are that far apart don't make any sense. I'm, I'm going with the underdog 100% of the time. Agreed. Moving on, we have Real Madrid hosting Shakhtar Donetsk. Donetsk, a feel-good story, obviously, dealing with a lot of things in Ukraine, but uh, are sitting currently second in their group, four points, uh, a win in their last matchup. Right now, to say that they are underdogs is a little bit of an understatement they're sitting at plus 1300 money line real madrid minus 550 obviously hosting they get a little bit more of an edge there i I think they what real just dropped points for the first time in like 20 matches or something like that yeah i mean they've been in pretty good form but nick i'm gonna hit you with something go Donetsk plus two goals is minus 105 so you would need real madrid to blow them out by three goals in order to lose that bet and if you're going to do that, you know, you're also looking at the over three and a half at even money. So um, <laughs> if, uh, that's, it's not terrible. I mean, I listen, I, I real could run away with this one very easily, but how rested are they going to be? Um, you know, do they, do they rotate? Do they walk their way through this one? Um, you know, shot cars, the other team, right. They're not quite on club Bruges level, but they're, they're certainly feeling okay about themselves. They're playing with house money. They got nothing to lose. They come out and get a goal, and and you're on that bet. You pretty much have have won it, right? Yeah, I I, I really don't see Madrid blowing them out. Um, you know, Madrid right so far in the group, five goals scored, zero goals allowed. So that it's not exactly like they've been sitting here, you know, consistently getting teams, you know, three o four o, and they've played Celtic and Leipzig. So again, not exactly teams that are significantly above uh, or below Shakhtar's level. So I, I think those are fair. Estimates for, I mean, for here, what I'll do. give you another one to look at. Uh, Shakhtar team total over half a goal is minus 110. Yeah. I mean, again, I, I, I would expect Shakhtar to come out and try and defend like crazy. Um, I, if, I don't know what's what's the first half under. It's probably something crazy ridiculous, but uh, half under half a goal in the first half, or uh, you look at this under one and a half goals in the first half is minus 130. That's probably where you know I would look to. Um, I might do both, right? I might take under one and a half and then also go with a plus two um, and just assume that Shakhtar can keep it close. Because again, I mean, it's not like they've been playing bad. They, they've done well for themselves. They've scored five goals on their own. Um, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe you're right, Nick. Maybe, maybe the over half two at, at all. I mean, then, then it doesn't even matter what happens with the game, right? Real could win by five. They could win by one. Yeah. Uh, you know, you get that goal. It's at pretty much even money. That, that's kind of what I like. On yeah, I think you've talked me into that, actually. Now that we're talking through it, I think you've talked me into that. That's, that's what we do, man. That's why we're here. All right. Elsewhere, we have Sevilla hosting Dortmund. Sevilla, pretty even, slight underdog at home at plus 180. Dortmund at plus 150. Dortmund, uh, I believe, lost on the weekend. So a little bit of a... Uh, did, they, did they end up losing that game? I think they I lost. They did. So... A little bit of a bounce back opportunity here. Um, what do you see, Nick? Do you see Dortmund pulling out a, a 
pretty important road uh, victory here, or do you think Sevilla can kind of hold on? Sevilla, by the way, sitting at the bottom of the table below Copenhagen um, on goal differential, so in need of something to kind of get their their group stage campaign going. Yeah, that that's kind of where I'm going to lean only because they need it a little bit more. I don't know what to make of either of these teams. Both are inconsistent as hell. Um, I think Dortmund's definitely struggling for goals more so than we're accustomed to seeing them. I almost like the under two and a half, which is at even money in this game. I think um, anytime I've bet the over with Dortmund, I've not hit it. So uh, Sevilla could be one of those teams that gives them fits. That's kind of where I'm leaning at the moment. Yeah, Dortmund, to confirm, they did lose 3-2 to two against Köln uh, on the weekend. One of their goals was an own goal, so really only only one uh, intentionally scored goal by, by Dortmund on the weekend. Um, yeah, I'm kind of – I tend to lean – I would lean towards Dortmund in this one. I mean, if you're looking for a, a little bit more of safety, as we so often do, um, Dortmund, draw no bet, uh, is at minus 125. Seems like a pretty good pick. Sevilla – I've never – Sevilla is almost like in that realm of, of Portuguese clubs with me yeah, like where, where I bet well them be. a lot and I, I lose a lot. So I can never really make heads or tails of what type of form they're going to be in. And I'm would, kind of that way with Dortmund right now. So this might be a no-touch game for us. This is I, tough. I think so. I mean, uh, strong lean on the under, but um, I'm, I'm not giving out advice one way or the other to you wonderful listeners. Yeah, maybe again, if if you really want to put money on this and you want to take our advice, first goal, Dortmund minus one fifteen. I feel like if someone's going to open the scoring, it's going to be Dortmund. That's yeah. just the that's in my that's in my gut. It tells this me that, that Mullen or, or Bellingham will, will get it. It just absolutely could go anyway, either which way. All right. Well, since we're not going to be able to do much better than that, let's uh, let's move on. Um, two other games to get through. Um, one of which I think we're just going to cruise through real quick. Juventus. Uh, hosting Maccabi Haifa. Maccabi, they, to, to give credit to Maccabi Haifa, although they are plus 900 underdogs in this money line matchup, on the money line this matchup, they did score first against PSG. There was a little bit of a glimmer of hope uh, against PSG, although PSG did quickly squash that uh, in the next what 20 minutes it took, I, I think. But Juventus is not exactly in, in great form. Um oh. Do you think Maccabi Haifa have a chance here, Nick? Do you? I'll give you the the plus two is minus one ninety for Maccabi Haifa. Um, that's that's at plus one ninety. It's minus one ninety. I'm sorry, so, minus one ninety. No, yeah. I think the better bet in that situation is over half a goal at minus one twenty. Okay. Uh, I put them in that Shakhtar category. Could they get a goal off a counter? Could they get a goal off a set piece? Could they get a goal off of Juventus being Juventus on defense? Um, yes, I think if Juve scores first and scores early that becomes a lot more difficult. So I don't know. I'm not that I'm advocating for it, but Maccabi's first goal could maybe be something that's interesting. Uh, not something I'm going to bet on, but this, I mean, um, you know, listen, Juve, we've, we've talked about them at length. They look terrible. Uh, <laughs> they look terrible. They are terrible. No, <laughs> they, they won three zero at the weekend against Bologna, who I have to imagine is, you know, maybe a little bit better or on the same level as the, the league leaders in Israel. Um, so I, I mean, I, I kind of expect a similar result here. I think you may get like a two goal win out of this game. Um, so maybe, you know, do, do you trust Maccabi to score? If you do, there's a bet to be made. It, otherwise pass. So Nick, I, I think I did find a little bit of value in this matchup. You have to get a little crazy. So, so bear with me, but, uh, total goals in the first 30 minutes under 
zero point five plus one hundred five. Yeah, there you go. So no goals in the first thirtieth minute, thirty minutes plus money. I like that. When do we see Juve come out and 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 really try to like you know score you know you know right off the bat? They typically like to let the game come to themselves, right? So, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't, I I don't hate it. I definitely don't. All right, I think that's where we're gonna go. We're gonna take. No goals in the first 30 minutes, plus 105. I'll remember that. We'll, we'll tweet this one out um, on, on Wednesday, and we'll check back in on that one. Um, all right. And closing things out for the Champions League this week, we have Benfica hosting PSG. Benfica, another Portuguese team, so going to be a tough one for us. But they are obviously going to be the underdogs at home, plus 320. PSG, minus 140. It's not terrible no, that's um, a, for that's, a team that you would expect to, to take care of business. So this falls into the realm of, if you can get PSG at minus 150 or better, it's pretty much an automatic bet. Like this is auto bet. Don't think about it. Numbers too good. Doesn't really matter who's going to be starting. They win this game. They pretty much have the group unlocked. Yeah. I'm not thinking twice about it. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'll give Benfica credit. They are perfect six points out of the first two matches. So that's not exactly like they've been pushovers, including a win over aforementioned Juve. So, um, wasn't not, hard. Ex- nah, nah, not hard again. We've discussed Juve's form. I mean, PSG could have won that game four to one when they played Juve. You know, they kind of let them off the hook. Yeah. So I agree. I think looking at PSG minus one forty in the money line, that's just one that is that is tough. You you don't see PSG against a a non you know top six kind of European clubs getting that sort of you know value. So automatic bet and good opportunity, guys. I'll be the first one with my hand up and I'll say, hey, sorry, it lost, but I would take it a hundred out of a hundred times. And again, if you're looking at money line first half, PSG plus 120. Um, there you go. So it's even, even a little bit better easier. there. Um, if you if you like them, if you like Messi or, or Neymar getting getting on the score sheet quickly, or even Mbappe um, and, and Benfica getting on their back foot. But uh, do you see goals in this one? I mean, over two and a half is, uh, oops, sorry, that is first half. Let me correct that. Over two and a half is minus 210. Over three and a half is plus 120. So do you think there's going to be a shootout here? Do you think it's going to be all PSG? Could be. I think PSG has scored two in both of their games, right? Two plus. Um, I think they certainly scored more than two in that second game. Um, you said Benfica is perfect, so that means they've been scoring goals. Uh, or goals know, I, in their first two matches. Knowledgeable yeah. enough on Benfica to say that they're going to score one to two goals this game. Uh, and, and but I just, uh, I'm probably staying away from the total and just sticking with PSG money line. Yeah, I think Benfica's kind of had their their result for of the group stage, right? You know, a lot of these clubs, they try to like just take the one scalp. And I think they got Juve. So um, this is probably one where I think PSG kind of puts Benfica in their place. And I think, again, if we're looking at maybe even a team total PSG over two and a half goals is plus plus one seventy. That to me is, is a pretty good number. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, what's What's over one and a half. Is it like minus, minus one? Yeah. Too much. Okay. There you go. But again, I mean, in a in a game where where the over is set at basically three and a half at, at plus one twenty. Yeah, no way. You just take the money. PSG's got to get three, right? PSG's mm-hmm. got to get three. So uh, that's that's where I'm gonna put my money. Over two and a half team total for PSG is plus one seventy. Yeah, take I like that, that. Out as well. All right, closing things out. We're gonna do a little check in uh, for those of you that have been listening along to our Champions League. Uh, if you remember our preview, we gave out the parlay for teams to win their groups um, as a refresher. Uh, it was Real Madrid, Manchester City, Liverpool, Milan, Tottenham, and uh, who am I forgetting last time? Atletico. 
Those are the six. We gave that out at plus 2305. It is now down to plus 1400. So looking pretty good. Uh, even better, every team in that group is the current odds favorite to win their group. Um, only Liverpool have dropped their odds. They started out at minus 300. They're now down to minus 110 to win their group. So if you're getting a little, little nervous, maybe you can put a little money on Napoli to, to win the group and you can kind of hedge because uh, I think they're sitting at like plus 180 right now. Um, so pretty, pretty decent value there. You can at least cover your bet, but the, the big one, like we said, Milan, we like Milan right now, or we like Milan to start with. I think they were like plus 350 um, currently sitting at the top of their group. Uh, Chelsea, who was like really the big threat is all the way at the bottom of their group uh, with just yeah, one man. point. They, so, four points out of this next two games and they've got it. Yeah. So it, we'll keep an eye on that. Um, it's not too late. If you did not get in when we first got in at plus 2300, you're still looking at plus 1400. That is nothing to sneeze at. So feel free to jump on in. Um, or and we will... if, I mean, after two rounds, right. Or, you know, three rounds, depending on when you're watching this, if you want to tweak it with a different team, you can probably still get anywhere between that plus a thousand to plus 2000 range, right. With yeah. swapping out a team. So yeah, you uh, could even throw an in that, into that to too. Yeah, if you if you take the other five and throw in Napoli instead of Liverpool instead of doing that, I mean that's probably you're gonna get maybe plus sixteen hundred considering we're Napoli. Go. At, maybe even um, better. So yeah, if you if anybody has a, a parlay, if anybody's taking these picks, if you got your own picks that we're not thinking about, please share them with us. We'd love to see them. All right, thanks guys. We will be back on Thursday with our usual uh, Serie A and EPL preview. Coach Steve will be joining with us. Uh, thanks for listening, and be sure to like and subscribe if you like what you hear. 